This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. Laugh it up, fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Here goes the last DJ. Wash my hands of this weirdness. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is uh, Wednesday, August 26th. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. I'm joined by my uh, slightly sleepy co-host, Tony Sanfilippo. Tony, how you doing this morning? Oh, I'm good, buddy. I'm sleepy, like you said. So that that kind of gets that, but that was to be expected. Didn't get home till after midnight last night, and obviously, yeah, it takes a little bit to uh, unwind. So, <laughs> but nonetheless, I'm awake. I'm here. It's a new show. It's a new day. Let's go. You got your zip fizz, so hopefully that kicks in here uh, shortly. But uh, it'll be a fun, wacky Wednesday, I think. I agree. It should be wacky indeed. And a and crappy impersonations are coming, too. You're welcome, Doc. All right. <laughs> well, let's kick things off as we do every day with my question for my co-host. Now, it's no secret that uh, you can find just about anything on YouTube, especially if there are certain fetishes that you have that are not of the sexual nature. Um, for instance, Tony, is mukbang a thing that uh, you would find yourself uh, enjoying on YouTube? And for those who mukbang! don't know... <laughs> for the, <laughs> those who don't know what mukbang is, it's uh, videos of people eating. Usually it's like slurping soup or noodles or things like that, and they are wildly popular. For me, I don't understand why, but um, maybe it's something that you enjoy, Tone. No. No, it's not. How about new? No. Oh, that was a terrible. See, how about new? No. There you, you go. To watch your mukbang. <laughs> yeah, no, this just sounds awful. I just a the name of it. It sounds sounds dirty. Yeah. And then watching people eat, I'm good. You know, like when I'm out with people, I'm I don't sit there and watch them eat either. You know, like if you're talking and you're around somebody while you're eating, that's great. But when it comes time to like watch them eat i don't just stare at them watching them no right you're not giving them your undivided attention no i can say i've never done that like i've literally just never sat there and watched a friend a girlfriend uh ex-wife anybody just sit there and eat i've just never done it and just (laughs) said you know i really love the way you shred the ribs with your teeth it's it's fantastic like no yeah that's a little weird little strange. It is weird. And, and then the name is just funny to me. Mukbang! 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 <laughs> kind of sounds like the uh, aliens from uh, Mars Attacks. Yeah. <laughs> Mukbang! Mukbang! 
<laughs> okay, so yeah. maybe uh, uh, adults doing mukbang is not for you, but uh, what about uh, you know a three-year-old child who's eating on camera? Nope. Still, <laughs> still have no interest. That's good. I have interest in anybody watching mukbang at all. That's that's a good thing. Correct answer. You win the morning. <laughs> With that being said, two parents in China have faced heavy backlash after being accused by web users of forcing their little girl to perform eating shows online to earn money. Footage and pictures have recently surfaced of the three-year-old girl, nicknamed Pei Ki, appearing to be heavily <laughs> appearing to be heavily overweight as she devoured plates of food in oh, front of the camera. That's sad. I mean, that's that's bordering on child abuse. In fact, they even mention it here. Pei Ki's parents, on, oh. uh, who op- uploaded the content online, were criticized by millions of angered net citizens or netizens who slammed them for abusing their daughter and using her as a cash cow. The incident has sparked heated discussions on Chinese social media this week after web users shared screenshots of Peiki's eating videos. The images suggested Peiki's mother had been uploading videos of her daughter since 2018 uh, on Jigua Video, a Chinese streaming platform. Footage shows the little Chinese girl sitting in front of the camera while eating large portions of dumplings, noodles, or cake. The clips were reminiscent. Uh, <clears throat> oh, it's going to be one of those days. The clips were reminiscent of mukbang, as we were talking about, a popular online phenomenon originated in South Korea and loosely translated as eating broadcast. Many of Peiki's videos were said to be very popular, including one amassing 550,000 views. Concerns were raised as people noticed the three-year-old child looking much heavier than her peers. The title of one video recently claimed that Peiki weighed 77 pounds. And how old is she? Three years old. No, that's way too big. That's, that is hella child abuse, oh. if I'm watching my language. That, that kind of stuff is just garbage, yeah. That's, Absolutely. That's, that's abuse. Yeah, my, my seven-year-old I don't think is even 77 pounds. That's, ugh, that's crazy. No. The that me- is just, it's just awful. The media reports also claimed that in one video, Peiki told her parents to stop feeding her, but her plate was immediately filled again. The incident quickly became a trending topic on Weibo. The Chinese equivalent to Twitter, millions of web users accused the parents of forcing Peiki to make such eating videos in a bid to generate revenue. And so, yeah, I think that uh, these parents deserve to be locked up. Uh, that is absolutely child abuse. Um, hopefully, uh, Peiki finds some help and uh, is no longer forced to uh, eat for the camera. Of course, those viewing it, you know, it mentions, you know, 550,000 views aren't helping the situation at, at all. No, because there's a lot of sickos out there. There's, there's, like you said, there's people with fetishes. Uh, this being one, mukbang being one it just yeah it's just awful just i don't get it i don't understand it i don't know why you'd want to watch it i don't know how it even made past youtube Uh, i obviously maybe no one flagged it but just terrible well it's not on youtube it's on the chinese equivalent which i think would be more heavily monitored perhaps not but uh, in any case hopefully uh you know there's some justice found for these uh very abusive parents but uh i apologize for getting everybody off on a low note but i guarantee that uh this will be a a fun show we'll bring things up a little bit we've got a hell of a show lined up for you today it is, <laughs> it is wednesday let's talk about today's show shall we hump day yeah 
It yeah. Is, it is hump day, and as we do every hump day on Wednesday, we talk animal tales sponsored by RoughRiders.org. Uh, speaking of animals, we also have a segment called Fun Animal Facts. Our call-in topic today is uh, something that you and your partner have agreed to disagree on. You just don't see eye to eye, and there is no resolution. We have a segment called Unclear on the Concept. Of course, we have this day in history. And up next, Tony is here with the entertainment news. Folks, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Unable to listen to the whole show? A recording of today's program will be available later today. Visit americamatters.us and click on the podcast link. Now, back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Wednesday, August 26th. Now, uh, we have a little thing called the Phoenix Line. It's a a 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys, the listeners and the watchers, an opportunity to chime in on any subject whatsoever. Maybe you're a fan of mukbang, but feel that uh, those parents should uh, be arrested and and, and punished appropriately, like we do. But uh, in any case, that number for the Phoenix Line is 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973. Again, can be on any topic just to check in, tell us how you're doing. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We'll compile those together and put them out in a future show. Now, speaking of which, well, no, not speaking of which, speaking of something completely (laughs) different, it is the second segment of this show, and as we do each and every day, Tony is here with the entertainment news. Good morning, everybody. It is a wacky Wednesday, August 26th, and here is the Filippo Fast Five. McDonald's launches new chicken McNuggets. It's uh, going to be spicy chicken nuggets, and they will hit the restaurant September 16th for a limited time. It's the first new McNugget flavor in the United States since the item was introduced to the U.S. menu in 1983. You going to try yourself some spicy nuggies? Yummy! <laughs> Sorry. John, I was looking for John, the, the sound bite. Oh, <laughs> no, you're good, man. John Legend and Chrissy Teigen announced our pregnancy. Baby number three is on the way. Arnold Spielberg, father of Steven Spielberg, passed away at age 103. He definitely lived a full life. Bummer. Uh, met the heavy metal band Power Trip. Never heard of them. Vocalist Riley Gale is dead at 35. That's sad. Uh, Hugh Hefner's son, Cooper Hefner, and Harry Potter actress Scarlett Byrne just welcomed their first child, a baby girl. And that is your Filippo Five. Now let's get on to the entertainment portion. <laughs> Delayed there. All right. We're going to start with some TV news. Uh, let's get past my uh, pop-up blocker. Um, you might want to get this uh, other button ready. Our old famous Baskin. Carol Baskin. Uh, Kate, McKinnon's, <laughs> Kate McKinnon's Joe Exotic Carol Baskin series coming from NBC Universal has been ordered. Hey, are you cool, Jackson and Kittens? A new report indicates the show will be based on Wondery's Joe Exotic podcast and will star Saturday Night Live's Kate McKinnon in the role of Carol Baskin, according to The Hollywood Reporter. If the names Joe Exotic and Carol Baskin... Carol Baskin! 
<laughs> unfamiliar, you might have somehow missed out on the Tiger King craze that infiltrated social media and Netflix earlier this year. The limited series will focus on the true story of the rivalry between Carol, Carol Baskin <laughs> and Joe Exotic. Well, his his real name. I, I, I don't know how to pronounce his real name, so let's call him Joe Exotic. All right. And, and they're two big cat businesses. Their dispute is centered around Baskin's belief that Exotic is in the big cat game for profits to be gained from breeding. Baskin views her big cat business as a sanctuary, and it's the two differences in thought that have led to the now infamous rivalry. The rivalry was made popular by Netflix Tiger King, Murder, Mayhem, and Madness series that aired back in March. Long story short, Exotic and Baskin despise each other, and NBC Universal Limited Series will see McKinnon's Baskin's display that rivalry on screen with whoever is eventually cast as Joe Exotic. Shameless writer Ethan Frankel will write the series and produce it alongside McKinnon. Wondery's Aaron Hart, Hernan Lopez, and Marshall Louie will serve as producers on the series as well. The series will be available on NBC, USA Network, and NBC streaming service Peacock. The series isn't the only Tiger King series in the works, as Nicolas Cage was cast as Joe Exotic in a scripted Tiger King show for CBS. If there's ever a movie to come of the story, celebrities like Dax Shepard and Edward Norton have already fan-casted themselves as the as the Joe Exotic character. Um, and there's also another project in the works from Netflix centered around Siegfried and Roy. Ah, uh, wow. that is a lot of Tiger King, buddy. Uh, what do you <laughs> think? Over, overdoing it already jumping the shark, or are you excited to see some of this? It depends on how it's done. I mean, if it's done well, if it's sort of an off-the-wall comedy, that would be great. All I want... all. I hope is that they cast uh, Tobin Bell as Jeff Lowe. <laughs> I agree right there, bud. That would be awesome. I, I kind of think it's a little too much. It's uh, you got Carol Baskin that will actually be on Dancing with the Stars season twenty nine. Oh, that's right. Just, I forgot about that. So now you have ABC in on the Tiger King craze. So. Uh, what's new? And I think Fox even did one, uh, did like a recap or something like that earlier this spring. Either way, um, I guess you got to strike why the iron's hot. So uh, it was popular for Netflix. We'll see how all this goes. And I do like Kate McKinnon. So I do too. I'm going to be a little interested in checking this out just based on her. Yeah, it's worth checking um, out at least. And if it doesn't work, then it doesn't work. Absolutely. Well, as we all know, uh, Stephen King's uh, properties have been coming back uh, with the last few years with it and uh, uh, the other one, uh, Pet, Pet Cemetery. Cemetery. <laughs> yeah, and I couldn't swear there was another one that was. Uh, well, uh, Doctor Sleep, which was. Oh, the Doctor fault. Sleep. Yep. Thank you. Yes, like uh, a lot of his movies have been coming back. Well, it, it uh, looks like CBS will bring a, be bringing back another Stephen King project uh, that was popular in the uh, mid-90s. So CBS All Access wanted to let us know they're going to start releasing episodes of a new miniseries adaptation of Stephen King's epic novel, The Stand. And the day has... And the day now has arrived. The streaming service announced the first episode will premiere December 17th. The nine episodes in the series will be released on a weekly basis, arriving on CBS All Access every Thursday. Uh, King's novel, 
has the following synopsis. <clears throat> this is the way the world ends with a nanosecond of computer error in a defense department laboratory and million casualty contacts that form the links in a chain letter of death. And here is the bleak new world on the day after, a world stripped of its instructions and emptied of 99% of its people, a world in which a handful of panicky survivors choose sides or are chosen, a world in which good rides on the frail shoulders of 108-year-old Mother Abigail and the worst nightmares of an evil embodied in a man with a lethal smile and unspeakable powers Randall Flag. Ah! Um, let's see. The miniseries <clears throat> is going to start. Whoopi Goldberg is Mother Abigail. Alexander Skarsgård is Randall Flag. Okay. James Marson is Stu Redman. Odessa Young as Franny Goldsmith. Amber Heard as Nadine Cross. Actually, Amber Heard is uh, Lacey Endra's favorite actress. Wink, wink, nod, nod. Maybe it has something to do with uh, her favorite, Johnny Depp. Greg Kinnear as Glenn Bateman. Henry Zaga as Nick Andros. Brad William Hinkey as Tom Cullen. Catherine McInera. Oh, I flippoed the hell out of that one. As Julie Lowry. Hamish Linklater as Dr. Ellis. Ian Bailey as Teddy Wyzak. Daniel Sanjeta as Cobb. Fiona Dorif as the Rat Woman. <laughs> Owen Teague is Harold Lauder. Nat Wolf as Lloyd Henred. Oh my gosh, now it's just no name people. <laughs> Javin Adipa as Larry Underwood. And Heather Graham as Rita Blakemore. There so, you go. Oh, and Marilyn Manson will also be in, in an unspecified role. Interesting. So, okay. Yeah, it could be good. Um, I think uh, another good, good pickup for CBS All Access. They got to have some original content to keep you there. I know you have it. Uh, would this be something you'd check out? Most definitely. I enjoyed the uh, miniseries that they did in the 90s. Uh, I loved the hell out of the book. I read the book first, but uh, yeah, I'll check it out. Hopefully it's done really well. I forget, did they mention uh, who was going to be directing it or, or heading it up? Uh, they did, but I closed the window on it. But give me just a second. Then never mind. Yeah. Never mind, sir. Oh, it just takes a second for it to load. <laughs> it will have... Uh, See, it's going to be written by Josh Boone, Benjamin Cavill, Jill Killington, and Stephen King's son, Owen King. Um, Boone directed the first and the last episode. So okay. it looks like they'll have different directors, but that's about all it says on that one. All right. All right. Fair enough. Good, good, good question. So right as I hit the close button, I was like, oh, <laughs> no. Sure. Uh, Home Improvement stars Tim Allen and Richard Karn are going to reunite for a building competition show. Oh, very cool. <laughs> Brace yourselves, Home Improvement fans. A reunion between the two stars are in the works on a new show on the History Channel. Tuesday, a release was put out by the network revealing a new competition series. We'll star, we'll star both Alan and Karn as hosts. Both men are also working... Both men. Both men. Both men are working <laughs> as executive producers. The 10-episode series has a working title of Assembly Required. Alan, who currently stars on Last Man Standing, spent all eight seasons on home improvement working alongside Karn in their latest adventure. The two will be leading a competition that will spotlight the best and the brightest builders from across the country. Uh, the, contest the contestants will take on the job incorporating new life into household items that need fixing. The series hopes to push each contestant to their limits 
In the release, Alan spoke about how everyday Americans are living in a throwaway society. As this show seeks how everyday items can be reimagined into something brand new. We buy, we break, we replace, rinse or repeat. <laughs> Whatever happened to repair and rebuild, Alan says. As he created the show as a reminder to the people, a satisfaction and pride that comes with a little DIY. As for the team backing up Karn and Alan, who better to join me than my buddy from the old tool time days, Karn said, linked back up with Alan back in 2013 on two episodes of Last Man Standing. Yep. So uh, this is going to be awesome, actually. This is something I would be very interested in watching. Yeah, the two of them have great chemistry. In fact, uh, Justin and I were talking that, uh, you know, we always pick like one old series to sort of play as background filler if we're doing dishes or, or uh, getting dinner ready. Um, and we want to go back and, and re-pick up Home Improvement again because it was such a great series. It was a fantastic show. And Last Man Standing's fantastic as it well. It is. And I'm out of time, so the other two will save for another day. So let's boogie on down to birthday town. It's my birthday! All right, the Phoenix birthdays today is going to go a little something like this. Uh, James Harden, uh, NBA player, is 31. Ah, Macaulay Culkin is 40. Chris Pine, who will be in the upcoming Wonder Woman 1984 and Star Trek, previous Star Trek movies, is 40. Uh, Melissa McCarthy, funny actress, 50. John Mulaney is 38. And Luke Cage himself, Mike Coulter, is 44. That's your celebrity birthdays for August 26th. And that does it for the entertainment news. When we come back, we have Animal Tales, sponsored by Rough Riders. After these messages, we'll be right back. To join the conversation, call 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. Now, back to the show. And we are back. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Wednesday, August 26th. We are all over social media, with many of you watching us on Facebook or YouTube Live as we speak. We also rebroadcast every evening on the AUN TV network. That's 13 stations across Northern California and Northern Nevada. Now, if you want to get a hold of me on social media, you can. I'm at Facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. That's Christian with a K, Phoenix with an F, radio, of course, with an R, or on Instagram at Christian Phoenix. And Tony's available at Facebook.com forward slash Tony dot San Filippo. That's S-A-N-F-I-L-I-P-P-O dot nine four or on Instagram at Tony dot San Filippo 81. Now, being that it is Wednesday, something we do every Wednesday is Animal Tales, sponsored by RoughRiders.org. Now, Rough Riders is a local dog rescue nonprofit, 501c3, dedicated to the transport of dogs from the rural kill shelters here to the more metro areas of northern Nevada, uh, where we work with... Uh, boy, local shelters, local dog rescues, and... Uh, you know, basically give these dogs a second chance at life and give them a new home. So without further ado, I present to you Animal Tales. Dogs and the cats, they take up the middle where the honeybee hums and the cricket fiddles, the donkey prays and the pony neighs, the old great badger sighs. 
Listen to the bass, it's a one on the bottom Where the bullfrog croaks and the hippopotamus moans And groans with the bait to do And the old cow just goes moo Ah, hard to be mad with that song It gets you dancing all the time It does, I want to break out the banjo, the mouth harp All that good stuff In any, <laughs> in any case, let's go ahead and kick off with our first story, shall we? <laughs> So, uh, not so much on an up note, more of a thing of horror, but uh, the image of an undead brain coming back to life again is the stuff of science fiction. Not just any science fiction, specifically B-grade sci-fi. What instantly springs to mind is the black and white horrors of films like Fiend Without a Face. Bad acting, plastic monstrosities, visible strings, and a spinal cord that, for some reason, is also a tentacle? But like any good science fiction, it's only a matter of time before some manner of it seeps into our reality. This week's Nature published the findings of researchers who managed to restore function to pigs' brains that were clinically dead. At least, what we once thought of as dead. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean... Uh, what, so when they're going back in there, do they find just like pulsive waves, or is it well, glad you asked. Let me continue. The researchers <laughs> did not hail from the House of Greyjoy, you know, with their famous saying, what is dead may never die, but came largely from the Yale School of Medicine. They connected 32 pig brains to a system called BrainX. BrainX is an artificial perfusion system that is a system that takes over the functions normally regulated by the organ. The pigs had been killed four hours earlier at the U.S. Department of Agriculture's slaughterhouse, their brains completely removed from their skulls. BrainX pumped an experiment solution into the brain that essentially mimicked blood flow. It brought oxygen and nutrients to the tissues, giving brain cells the resources to begin many normal functions. The cells began consuming and metabolizing sugars. The brain's immune systems kicked in. Neuron samples could carry an electrical signal. Some brain cells even responded to drugs. The researchers have managed to keep some brains alive for up to 36 hours and currently do not know if BrainX can have sustained the brains longer. Quote, it is conceivable we are just preventing the inevitable and the brain won't be able to recover, says Nenand Siston. Boy, that's a hell of a Nenand Siston. Mukbang! Yale neuroscientist and the lead researcher. As a control, other brains received either a fake solution or no solution at all, none revived brain activity and deteriorated, deteriorated, oh God, it's going to be one of those days. Words, Words are, are hard. hard on the Christian <laughs> Phoenix show. Deteriorated as normal. Oh, I, I, I think this might be the beginning of The Walking Dead. Yeah, I don't think we're meant to be bringing things back like this. That's uh, a little pet cemetery-ish, and uh, yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying they couldn't figure it out, but I don't know. I'm just saying if I pass away, don't mess with my brain. You don't need to revive me. Yeah. It's all good. There's some things, zombie Tony. Some things you just don't mess with. So uh, nah. let's move that one. like I idle hands. <laughs> <laughs> let's move that one aside and go to a, a happier note in Animal Tales. <laughs> So walk among the kangaroos at the Cincinnati Zoo's new exhibit. At the new Rue Valley, you won't find any glass walls or barriers between you and a dozen kangaroos. It'll be like walking through the Australian bush with hopping marsupials by your side. 
in the 15,000 Australia. Exactly. In the 15,000 square foot kangaroo walkabout, guests will roam among the roos as they hop about, play and graze. The kangaroos are accustomed to people and quite and are quite friendly. Let's hope so cuz you get kicked by one of those things and that's not <laughs> That doesn't look like any Come fun. Come on, Joe Frazier. I'm going to box my kangaroo here. <laughs> The new Rue Valley, part of the zoo's $50 million More Home to Rome campaign, will include more than just a close-up with the kangaroos. In addition to the walkabouts, there's also a massive facility for the zoo's little blue penguin colony. The Cincinnati Zoo is home to North America's largest colony of little blue penguins, and their numbers are increasingly threatened in the wild. Their habitat will include more rocky surfaces and incorporate technology to optimize swimming time, which is beneficial to penguin foot health so uh that sounds like it could be fun I, i'd walk about uh with uh, some kangaroos i would do a walk about with some kangaroos as well and then i'd go box them it's <laughs> right come on kangaroo <laughs> i wouldn't really box them i just i saw i saw some video i don't know where the hell i saw it but the the person like had a kangaroo and they were trying to get in shape. I think it was a comedy skit. Okay. <laughs> he kept calling him smoking Joe Frazier. He was trying to box him. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure that they would not encourage you to antagonize the kangaroos. No, it would be neat dude to do a little walkabout and, uh, <laughs> in the little room. It would be zone. All right, let's move on with our next story. <laughs> Tony, if I tell you that uh, squirrels are splooting, what do you think that means? Squirrels! Uh, if they're splooting and they're not looting, then that means that they're uh, up in the attic doing stuff, multiplying. Hopefully not tooting. Not tooting, but splooting, the first, my first thought is uh, they're, they're, they're hooking it up. <laughs> well, that is not what it means. So uh, it's been a painfully hot August in central Texas. Temperatures have hit 100 degrees for 18 days in a row. But if it's any consolation, it's not just humans that are struggling in the blistering heat. Some uh, KXAN viewers have noticed that squirrels have been laying down flat on their stomachs with their legs, legs stretched behind them, apparently slow to a complete stop in the soaring temperatures. Andrew Berger sent a picture of his dog keeping a watchful eye on a splooting squirrel. Now, splooting, splooting squirrel! Yeah, splooting is basically a squirrel that's laying just on the pavement with its arms and legs just <laughs> out. Okay. And uh, who knew that that was an actual thing? Um, in the photo, they said this poor little guy couldn't even make it to the puppy pool. Though the small mammals might look like they're in stealth mode, it turns out they're just trying to cool off. Jill Calcote of Moonshine Wild ha Wildlife Rehabilitation at Cedar Park came up with an analogy to explain why squirrels have been seen splooting on the ground. She says, it's super hot here in Texas right now, obviously, and those squirrels are basically just trying to cool themselves. I think of my child not feeling well on the bathroom floor. They spread out on the tiles. That's exactly what the squirrels are doing. They're basically getting as much of their body on a cooler surface. If it's cooler than the air outside, they're going to put their body on it, and it's going to cool their temperature, which makes sense. Uh, I don't know. If it's overly hot, you might find me splooting on the uh, uh, bathroom floor. <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> do, 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 do. It wasn't me. <laughs> Yeah, if you didn't know the context and you said somebody was splooting on the uh, bathroom floor, you'd be quite concerned, I'm sure. 
Yeah, that's what I, hey, I have a dirty mind sometimes, and that's what's splooting me, sounds like to me. <laughs> but if it means you're just sprawling out, hey, that's cool too. No big deal. No big deal. Well, folks, no big deal. that does it for another edition of this Wednesday Animal Tales. When we come back, we animal have tales. a little more animal stuff. Yes, it's fun animal facts. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Are you shy and don't want to talk on the air? Text us your questions or comments to 775-237-2266. Now back to the show. Now back to the show indeed. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Wednesday, August 26. Now, if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to americamatters.us, click on the shows and podcast links, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, about 20 in all. While you're there, be sure to subscribe. That way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review. That way we know what you think. And tell your friends because sharing is caring. Now, in the last segment, uh, as we do on Wednesdays, uh, went through animal tales. You know, talk about some of the stranger news to come out in the animal world. And I came across a list of fun animal facts Obviously, we started out uh, the show on a somewhat down note with a uh, a poor girl being forced to uh, eat food on uh, uh, video, YouTube, basically. The mukbang, a very mucky mucky. (laughs) And then uh, in Animal Tales, we talked about uh, uh, pigs' brains being brought back to life, uh, reminiscent of the zombie apocalypse. So uh, to get away from some of the downer side of things, we want to bring things up with these fun animal facts. For instance, (laughs) fish can identify human faces and some can even learn to recognize their owners. Contrary to popular belief, fish actually have a decent memory and good vision. So if you've got a pet fish, chances are he knows your face. In some places, it's illegal for fish to be kept in bowls as they're thought to distort their vision. I did not know that. I was always under the assumption, especially goldfish, had like 10-second memories. That's what I thought, too. I do, I, that's a, it's an interesting fact. I did not know about that. Well, and that's why we're doing these fun animal facts. Woohoo! Because we like to educate as well as entertain. Ah! All right. Moving on. Seahorses <laughs> get married and perform daily bonding rituals with their other half. Even get, when given the chance, paired-up seahorses don't cheat, and they and each morning couples wrap their tails together and dance around seagrass to cement their bond. I did not know that either. I, you know, obviously you hear the thing that uh, the male seahorses are the ones that give birth. I want to say, yeah, it's so weird. Yeah, Jim Gaffigan did a, a bit on that, saying that. Uh, you know, it was some joke about, uh, you know, that there's a uh, a male seahorse. And somebody asks, well, why is it giving birth? Well, the, the males give birth. You know, somebody <laughs> just wrong at some point and, uh, you know, changed that around. But uh, I, I guess the males actually give birth. Ooh, yeah, that is strange. Could you imagine if uh, human males gave birth? We would be no. insufferable. Yeah, that would be bad. Kudos to the women. 
uh, for having to, you know. Right. It's I couldn't. It's just so weird. You can't wrap it around. It'd be like uh, Junior, right? Right. <laughs> junior, I'm gonna have outfits. I'm they get pregnant. Very, very nice. I have the hormones going on in me. I feel good. I'm like a baby seahorse. <laughs> That's that's one Schwarzenegger movie I have never seen the entire thing. Of. I've seen bits and pieces, but uh, I don't know. I've never seen it either, to be honest with you. If I, if I have, I don't remember it. So yeah. All right, let's move on with our fun animal facts. Sea otters, in addition to being quite adorable, juggle rocks, and they have favorite ones which they store in a special pouch. No one really knows why otters shuffle these rocks around, but they'll all do it from young to old. And when they're not being juggled or used to crack open clams, the rocks are stored in pockets of baggy skin under their arms. It's like their own favorite little pet rock that they carry around with them. I don't know. That's that's another fun fact. I did not know that. Yep. And sticking in the vein of otters, they also hold hands when they sleep to stop drifting away with the moms carrying the babies on their bellies. Baby otters can't swim at all, and it's really easy for them to float away. They also hold hands when they swim. I mean, you you can't picture anything more adorable than that, right? Yeah, that's super cute. It makes sense, too, because... you gotta you gotta use the buddy system because if old Jaws is in the neighborhood, yeah, you're in trouble. Yep, always smart to hold hands. Moving on. <coughs> Pregnant dolphins sing to their unborn babies. Research found that mama dolphins sing them their signature whistle, which is pretty much the equivalent of them teaching the babies their name. So, uh, you know, you find humans who sing or talk to their to their baby bumps. Apparently, dolphins are doing the same thing. That is, uh, that's pretty awesome. Dolphins are neat. Um, that's, uh, they make a lot of those little noises anyways, but, uh, good to know. Yeah. I, I wonder I know. like how people figure that out though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe just in an aquarium studying or something. I don't know. Probably. Um, I've gone swimming with dolphins. They are so cool to be around and, uh, you know, it, it was fun seeing them that, that close. Yeah. It's, uh, real neat especially if they know they're pregnant and uh they're making the little noises it's cute yep all right let's move on with our fun animal facts Uh, just like you and i are best friends tone cows also have best friends their vacant stares might not show it but cows are actually very deep and studies show that when they're separated from their besties they get stressed never knew that yeah, I didn't know that either. Um, they probably worried that uh, that Carl might be off to the slaughterhouse. <laughs> Where's Carl? Carl! <laughs> and uh, to be fair, Tony, when I'm separated from you, I get stressed too. It's I I know we are we are much I, like cows. This is why we have yeah. You have to keep Zoom <laughs> daily <laughs> daily Zoom contacts. That's that's how you got to be. So. Exactly. <laughs> All right, let's move on with our fun animal facts. Here's something I never knew. In fact, most of these I didn't know. Parrot parents, so parrot parents, give their kids unique names, and they call each other by that name for life. Just like humans, parents name their baby, uh, name their babies, and not only do they call each other by names, they also use them to identify and refer to themselves. How clever indeed. 
Indily doodly. <laughs> and I know parrots can obviously uh, mimic sounds, but uh, I never knew that uh, they came out with a unique sound for each of their children. And that's pretty cool. Yeah. These are fun. These are some really fun facts. Yeah. I, I didn't know any of these. Not one thing. I'd be like, yep, I knew that. Like, not one thing. And who doesn't love animals? I mean, yeah, animals are fantastic. I don't really love, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't like snakes. I'm not really big on fish either. <laughs> like, they're not, like, aquariums are cool. They're fun to stare at. But I mean, not for pet. That's more like, to me, it's just that cool scenery thing, you know? Yeah, I I don't mind snakes. I am not a spider person. Can't do spiders. No. Well, uh, pretty soon, man, you'll have your own like reptile aquarium and stuff in there. I, I'm good on that uh, with, the, <laughs> with the snake stuff, though. Yeah, no our thanks. our house is slowly growing into a menagerie, but that's a whole different topic. All right, <laughs> let's move on. So apparently, dogs sneeze when they're playing to signal that they're having a good time. Anyone who's been really? near an excited dog, yeah, knows that things can get a little hectic, and while dogs can sneeze due to irritants, they also engage in what is known as play sneezing, a clever way to tell you that all their energy po- uh, positive and they're playing uh, not attacking. That's a very poorly structured sentence. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> dogs sneeze when they have a good time. No, that's awesome. That makes sense. Shadow used to do that a lot. Especially when we play, like. Uh, well, now you know you, why. Like, now nah, makes sense. <laughs> Good to know for future do- for future dogs. <laughs> Speaking of dogs, if a dog arr, arr. if a dog puts their paw on you while you're stroking them, it means that they are petting you. Yep, sometimes the petty becomes the petter, and this is basically them showing you that they love you back. Oh, that's cute. I could Shadow, see that. again. Used to do that too. <laughs> no, i'm serious like yeah, those are all i resonate i just always thought it was just randomly cute like, well, oh. sounds like uh shadow was a happy dog considering uh the sneeze and the petting yes he was a great dog all right uh and then uh moving on to more moving the feral type of dogs ah! it's ah! in some movies the tales of dogs have to be altered with cgi because they are having such a great time on set that they couldn't help but wag them. The tail's an extension of the spine, and while some are able to control it, most often wagging is an involuntary response, kind of like how humans smile and laugh. While wagging can sometimes mean they're apprehensive, most of the time it's because they're happy. Makers of many movies, including The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, and Cujo, have reported cases of excited dogs uh, wagging and sticking out tongues distracting from the movie's dark themes. I did not know that. I did not know that either. Cujo was actually a happy dog. Woo, woo. <laughs> and then some more foam in its mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, before we head into our long break, tigers can't purr. So when they're happy, they purposefully close their eyes to show that they're content with their surroundings. Again, never knew that. I figured that tigers purr just like any other cat. Well, folks, that does it for fun animal facts. When we come back, we've got our call-in topic of what you and your partner agree to disagree on. Folks, we'll see you in about seven minutes.
fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. my hands of this weirdness. And welcome back, folks, to the second hour of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Wednesday, August 26th. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. I'm still joined by my co-host, Tony Sanfilippo. Tony, hour two, you got yourself a little more energy, a little more zip fizz. How you feeling at this point? <gasps> Mock banging, style and profile, ready to box kangaroos at the Rue exhibit. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> did ooh, did, you, sn- did you snort straight sugar or... Yeah, no, I'm doing good. I'm just giving you a little energy, that's all. <laughs> Not sugar, just crack cocaine. <laughs> no, Tony Tony does not do that. Mm-mm. Drugs are not cool. Drugs are terrible. No, I, f- I feel good, buddy. Uh, hour two, hour one, as always, goes by quick, goes down smooth. Now we're on to hour two, where the first part is all about you but how are you doing buddy i'm good i'm good you know it's wednesday it's the middle of the week feeling good haven't uh, hit that uh that wall yet that uh, normally comes around by friday but uh in any case you know ready to uh, finish out this show get the day going and move on into thursday I now like it, yeah, do my thing and get it now, as Tony mentioned, this is the interactive portion of the show. We want to hear from you guys, the listeners and the watchers. Give us a call at 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. Toll free from anywhere in the world, even if you are sadly in China watching that poor little girl mukbang. And no, that's not a, no, that's not a sexual thing. So uh, today's call-in topic, and we'll open up the phone lines at the end of this segment, is... Things that you and your partner agree to disagree on. And this stems from a conversation Tony and I had in between segments yesterday about how uh, me and Jesse just can't agree on the AC settings. Obviously, we live in northern Nevada. It gets quite hot out here um, throughout the summer months, especially August. You know, we see, um, you know, temperatures over 100 degrees. And uh, I, as I have growing up, uh, I tend to run a little hot. You know, my parents called me the uh, human blast furnace was when I was a kid just because, I mean, I, I was always just radiating heat. And so the hotter it is, the more miserable I am. We're, You're hot like Hansel. Yep. So hot. Whereas uh, Jesse tends to run a little bit cooler. And, uh, you know, especially at night, I, I like to uh, to have it as cold as possible to be able to pull the covers up and be comfortable. I'd rather not sleep on top of the bed just sweating to death and so uh we have this uh, constant battle of over where to set the ac temperature at now she would prefer it to be 80 degrees in the house at all times which again uh, just far too hot for me 
Yeah. My perfect temperature would be 72, which uh, that does not fly with her. And so uh, we have agreed sort of to disagree at 77. However, more often than not, I'll I'll walk by the uh, AC thing and notice it's been ticked up to 79. And so I'll knock it back down to 76. And uh, (laughs) we we play this constant game of back and forth between uh, trying to get to that that uh, sweet spot, that 77, which is tolerable for me, but, uh, you know, I can't do much hotter than that. Tony, you've had uh, relationships. You were married at one point. Uh, anything that you and a partner have agreed to disagree on? Oh, of course, you know, uh, nothing like, uh, oh, I don't want to steal that one because I've, I've had that debate when I was married <clears throat> with the AC. I get that. It's but mine was because of penny pincher, so which was which was good. She wanted to save money. There's nothing wrong with that. No. Uh, but uh, yeah, you got to have that comfortable. See, I don't have AC in my house now, so I would I would even do. I like I can tell you, my house runs with no AC, 81 degrees. It's too damn hot. Ugh, yeah. It's too damn hot. 80. It runs 81 every day. So I have a lot of fans going in the house here or there, and I digress. It's not about that. Um, you know, I remember we would, uh, the biggest one I can say I've had in common with almost every girl I've dated or, you know, or the one I was married to, it's always the, where do you want to eat? And uh, it's, it's the hardest question of all time in a relationship, right? It's yeah. like, where would you like to go? Like, you're just being a respectful gentleman and you're thinking, well, where do you want to go? And you get the reply, Oh, I'm good with anything, really. Okay, cool. Let's try this. Mm, not that. Okay, well, are you feeling this, this? No, I'm feeling anything. Okay. So let's go try this place. Nah, nah, I don't like that place. Okay. <laughs> but well, you just how said about anything. We go to this place. Yeah, I don't like that place. So I've run into that more times than I've ever thought I would run into that. <laughs> so, like, I, you know, I'm down with, like, and there are really cool ones that uh, you talk to and you're just like, Hey, do you want to just go do Panda Express? Yep. That works for me. You know, like go with the flow. I mean, I like trying different restaurants and stuff. And uh, I would say that's a pretty common one though, where they tell you they're cool with wherever you pick and then you pick it and it's like, nah, not that place. Yeah. I have, I've been in that conundrum many times and you never win. Has the planet gone mad? (laughs) <laughs> that is a frustrating one. So I'll go with that as my as my pick today. Hey, fair enough. Well, folks, we want to hear from you. We are opening the phone lines now. 844-790-TALK, 844-790-8255 on a topic or an item that you and your partner just have to agree to disagree on because there is no real middle ground. Folks, when we come back, it's all about you. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in a few. Want to expand your advertising dollar? Sponsor this or any America Matters program by calling 775-827-8900, extension 2. Now, back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Wednesday, August 26th. We are smack dab in the middle of our call-in topic. We want to hear from you guys right now. Give us a call, 844-790-TALK. 
That's 844-790-8255. The subject today is the topic that you and your partner just have to agree to disagree on because there is no middle ground. Um, You're never going to see eye to eye on it. And you know what? That's fair. There are some topics where that can't be done in a rela- in a relationship, but in most cases it can be. Now, I know uh, our friends, the Yandras, chimed in uh, over the break. Uh, Tony, do you want to go ahead and read that message? I sure do. Um, topic Mike and Lacey have to agree to disagree on is that Dirty Dancing is a trash movie. Lacey loves it. Mike hates it. Agree to disagree. <laughs> I would agree with Mike, and then uh, I know for you and I, Tony, we certainly have to agree to disagree with Lacey on the fact that uh, Jared Leto is not the best Joker, let alone, uh, I would say he's the worst Joker. Yeah! I agreed. (laughs) And then they also, they chimed in on that. She'll chime in, I'm sure, on Joker in a second. They agree to disagree that Machine Head is a terrible band. It's not music. <laughs> Obviously, Mike likes Machine Head. Lacey flippin' hates Machine Head. You've never <laughs> seen her in a Machine Head. Sorry, I didn't mean to uh, cut you off with that tone, but uh, once you push it, you can't unpush it. So You can't unpush it. And she said he's not the best Joker. He's the hottest Joker. I yeah, until your, your boyfriend Johnny Depp plays him. Well, and do you really want your Joker to be hot? Think about that. Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to be Harley. Yeah, yeah, Mr. J. But uh, again, again, folks, we want to hear from you. You can chime in on the uh, Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. If you're a little on the shy side, or we always appreciate a phone call at 844-790-TALK. 844-790-8255. Now, while we are waiting for people to call in, I pulled up a list of things that couples should absolutely agree on. For instance, how to properly communicate. Of course, that's the uh, yeah. downfall of many relationships. And, uh, you know, if you sort of set that expectation up front, it makes life so much easier. It does. And it took a hard lesson on that one. Communication is key. It is. Uh, The other thing, when speaking of communication, uh, your basic life goals. Do you want kids? Do you not want kids? Do uh, you know, do you want to do everything you can to have the richest life possible? Or are you okay? You're not making a lot of money, but, uh, you know, you're you're happier in the smaller things in life. Again, those are things that you want to have conversations about or things like, uh, do you want to live in a house in the suburbs or an apartment in the city? Good things to know up front. House in the suburbs. Oh, totally. (laughs) I've done the big city living. We're good. good. (laughs) Yeah. Living in an apartment. Yes, it's for some people. There are some people who live in areas like New York City that absolutely swear by it. Not for me. Not for me. You know, the, just the idea of going grocery shopping and then having to lug your groceries up a flight of stairs. Uh, no, thanks. But, and because you've had to do that before is also, uh, dude, your apartment in California over by Disney off Catella. Yep. Freaking terrible. I mean, it was a nice little apartment, but geez Louise, to, to have to bring groceries up to that? Uh-uh. No, no, that was not no, fun. No, sir. No, it was <laughs> terrible, and the parking was awful. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, that's what you do for some of the places you live in. You know, you choose mm-hmm. good weather f- in exchange for very expensive, <laughs> tiny living. Hey, this, this is true. Hey, but you were down the street from Disney, so that was pretty badass. So. <laughs> well, folks, while we are running through a list of uh, things that, couple should agree on. Again, our call-in topic is uh, what you and your partner agree to disagree on. Uh, again, chime in now, 844-790-TALK, 844-790-8255, or you can always uh, respond to our Facebook page as well, Yeah, in case you're a little shy. Don't be shy. No big deal. You call in, let us know. Uh, good time for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, something else that couples should absolutely agree on is what love means to you. Yes, the L word. You know, for some people, love is just like, uh, you know, yeah, I love you like a brother. Other times it's, you know, I can't imagine my life without you. Again, something that uh, you might want to be on the same page on just in case you guys on sp- uh, you know, plan on spending a lot of time together. Yeah, and it just depends on the day. Some days I love you, some days I don't. It's yeah. all good. Yeah. <laughs> that was, hey, that was my, that was my marriage in a nutshell. Some <laughs> days I felt super loved. Some days I felt like a, uh, a piece of poop. <laughs> a piece of poop. <laughs> well, this next, this next one is also your marriage in a nutshell. How to spend and save money. Obviously, financial woes, financial conversations are probably the biggest thing that gets in between couples. Um, you know, what people are spending money on. Do you have separate bank accounts? Do you join the bank accounts? Do you have an allowance? You know, <laughs> get it out of the way up front because that will cause so many problems. All right. So. <clears throat> Dear Miss Future Girlfriend, uh, we are not sharing bank accounts or you're not putting my ass on an allowance. Thank you. I, I did do that. It was it was hard. Like, I'm okay with budgeting. I'm, I'm good with money now than I was back then. But you got to have those talks because you can't just be all of a sudden, you know, all of a sudden thumb down saying, all right, you can't spend money on this and you only have $100 to get you to next payday. So choose so you can't do this and I'm sacrificing so you could buy this. But I it, living like that is frustrating. It is. It is. Frustrating. So you know what? I'm just going to throw that out in the universe like, you know, don't, you're not going to put this kid on an allowance, okay? It just isn't happening. Yeah, money is certainly something. Unless, unless it's your money, and then, of course, then sure. Right. But <laughs> but, my money, and uh, the, 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 the fly this way. Well, and just know that it goes the other way, too. So, you know, if you're yeah. the one who's making more money, don't, yeah. don't expect. I would never do that to right. Yeah, I wouldn't do that to anybody, though. Yeah. It's just it's frustrating. Yeah, money is one of those things you absolutely cannot agree to disagree on. Nope, uh, you got to budget. Yep. Budget it out. Folks, if there is something you and your partner agree to disagree on, give us a call. Again, we're in the middle of our con- uh, uh, call-in topic, 844. You almost said contest, huh? I did. Now it's- all of a sudden it winds up, hey, even if you want to just prank call there, Bob Dale. <laughs> we're giving away uh, uh, counseling sessions today. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if anybody would want to call in for that. Yeah, no one wants to win that. (laughs) But give us a call, 844-790-TALK, 844-790-8255. Moving on with something that uh, couples absolutely have to agree on. Again, 
put it out of the way up front, what constitutes cheating? Obviously, cheating can be seen in multiple forms, whether it's physical cheating or emotional cheating for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, you got to have that barrier. That's why you have to, this is why you go back to number one, communication. If you communicate, um, I think you can avoid all forms of cheating. Um, you stay loyal, you stay in the now, you express your uh, difficulties and your uh, disagreements and you get them hashed out. Um, you can avoid all that stuff. Absolutely. And, you know, there are people who are in uh, open relationships and, uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with that if that's what you choose to do, as long as everybody is on the same page. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's nothing worse than uh, being told one thing and then they're doing another thing. That's uh, definitely a crappy feeling. Um, And also don't put don't don't put your partner in the doghouse for seven days. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) And then uh, speaking of, you know, getting that conversation out of the way at the beginning, how much sex you both want? Obviously, any part of any physical relationship, uh, any long term relationship is sex, you know, and especially coming from a guy's point of view, we, we tend to uh, want it a little bit more than uh, our counterparts <laughs> do. At least that's traditionally the case. Not always the case. But, uh you know, again, if you, you you talk about that up front, if you put it all out there, then, uh, you know, it, it saves you from going a month without it. And then, uh, you know, one person's mad at the other. And, and you know, it's it, that can be the other big split between couples. Oh, yeah. It gets rough. <laughs> Not the sex, no one, but the non-sex. <laughs> no, no. The, uh, the, the streaks of that. <laughs> Yeah. I think yeah. I know a guy that knows about that. <laughs> you know a guy who knows a guy. I know a guy who knows a guy that doesn't get it any ever. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, moving on to a few things that you can agree to disagree about is uh, who you're voting for. Obviously, we're in the middle of an election season. You know, uh, politics play a big key. And, you know, you don't always have to agree in those politics as long as you and your partner get along well. Um, you know, just don't have a nasty, you know, knockout, drag down fight uh, like many people are doing in politics these days. Yeah, you definitely you can agree to that. Sorry, there was a yeah. Mike sent me a news story that just popped up on there and made me laugh. No. <laughs> in random Nebraska news, a herd of 120 buffalo just are loose in Holdridge, Nebraska, roaming the streets. <laughs> in his backyard, wandering around. <laughs> it's probably just right across the street. <laughs> and then finally, folks, before we head into the break, something you guys can agree to disagree on is music and movie tastes. You know, Jesse yes. and I, uh, when we were are together, we watched the TV. TV uh, shows and the movies that uh, we both enjoy. And then when we're apart, we watch what we enjoy separately from one another. And we've never really had a conflict about that. So uh, something to keep in mind. Well, folks, that does it for our call in topic today of things that you and your partner agree to disagree on. When we come back, we have a segment called Unclear on the Concept. Don't go anywhere. We'll clear it up for you then. Unable to listen to the whole show? A recording of today's program will be available later today. 
visit americamatters.us and click on the podcast link. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Wednesday, August 26th. Now, if you don't know about the Phoenix line, then you must have been living under a rock. We talk about it every day. In fact, we talk about it twice a day. It is a 24-hour-a-day voicemail line giving you guys the chance to call in about any topic whatsoever. For instance, maybe you're listening to uh, this show in replay and want to chime in on uh, something that you and your partner agree to disagree on. Well, there is still time, even though we won't get you live you can always leave a message. Best part is you don't have to interact with anybody. You know how it works. It's a voicemail line. You leave a message after the beep. The number for the Phoenix line is 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973 for the alphanumerically impaired. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We will compile those together and put them out in a future show. Now, in this segment, I uh, wanted to talk about uh, a few people that are unclear on the concept. Obviously, there are some people who have no sense of humor whatsoever. Other people where jokes just go straight over their head. So I uh, compiled a list of uh, cases where, where that is what has happened. And, uh, you know, let's see, Tony, if you uh, are able to pick up on these. And uh, some of the responses okay. to these are, are wonderful. So here's one that's been sp- spreading around uh, ever since, obviously, the, uh, you know, the start of the coronavirus. Somebody posts, the spread of coronavirus is based on two factors. One, how dense the population is. Two, how dense the population is. Of course, somebody responds, you wrote the same thing twice. What's the other one? You're number two. It's like, <laughs> think about the words there. How yeah. dense, how many people are in a given location the population is or how dense dumb like this person is the population is so i would say they are number two or number one depending would, on how you look at it i would i would agree with the number two it's like you obviously get they're using dense twice in two different terms so. right right you know the words have multiple meanings folks so uh, make sure you read carefully yeah not not too hard to figure that out it's Here, just not that tough Here's one that we may have mentioned in the past. Uh, somebody writes, uh, the man who created autocorrect has died restaurant in peace. And of course, somebody responds back rest. Yeah, we get it. It's autocorrect. Yeah. Hello. The pun pun intended. Understand the joke. Yes. Disappointed. All right. Here's one that uh, Conan O'Brien actually put up. It says, uh, I can only imagine how slow Netflix streaming must have been while quarantining for the 1918 pandemic. Somebody responds back. There was no Netflix back then. Genius. And then some brilliant person responds back. Actually, there was. But you had to order it by telegram. Roughly two weeks after your request, a team of actors would arrive and play out your choice. I would have liked to have seen that. Yeah, that would have been awesome. Plus, have you not heard of anything called sarcasm? Right. Especially if Conan O'Brien's writing it. Yeah. Sarcasm. And I know sarcasm sometimes falls flat uh, in text messages or posts on the Internet. But come on. That one's common sense. You know he's just being sarcastic. (laughs) Some people are just purely dense or have zero sense of humor. Like this person. So in a uh, text chain, somebody puts, well, in that case, and then they put a uh, picture up to illustrate the point of a open case with a, uh, a figurine well in it. 
well in that case, obviously, <laughs> playing words. Well, the okay. recipient went over the recipient's head and says, what? They respond back, well, in that case. And of course, doubling down, the person says, yeah, but why the pick? That's what I don't understand. There's a well inside the case, you dumb ass. <laughs> oh, we were talking about uh, language. <laughs> we were talking about uh, uh, walking around with the kangaroos earlier. Well, here's a picture. It shows uh, a group of kangaroos and then a uh, dog in the foreground who's uh, appropriately uh, taking a dump. And uh, it's titled A Very Rare Black Kangaroo. And, of course, somebody responds, that's a dog dip S. Language. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we get it's a dog. It's a joke. Yeah. Why can't people just take it for what it is? Like, it's just good cheese humor. Like, sometimes you could use just dumb humor like that. Yeah. You know, while words are hard, words are also fun. So, just saying. All right, this next one, and... Not only is this person so dense, the person who responded, this was posted in a community on Facebook called Pun Hub Community. So going in, you would know it's a pun. It's a picture of an outdoor faucet on the screen, also known as a tap. And of course, across the top, it says tap on the screen. Of course, somebody responds, nothing happened. Uh, uh. Inconceivable. Oh, man. The cream of the crop. Indeed, Randy, indeed. <laughs> uh, Tony, you've been uh, to the ocean a few times. Obviously, I lived out in that area. When you came out to visit, it was one of your yeah. likely stops. It was, yeah, I always, always loved going to the ocean. Yep. Well, uh, you know, somebody posted on here, when you hit your toe on a coral reef, and it's a picture of a great white shark with its, uh, you know, head out of the water, looking like it's in agony, obviously sort of portraying that feeling of hitting your toe on a reef or, or stepping on a rock. And of course, some numbskull replies, are you serious? Sharks don't even have toes. No. No, you idiot. You look at the picture and it shows a shark that, seemingly winces in pain what do you do when you stub your foot on coral reef or anything you wince you have a lap moment of it's the same it's the same mm-hmm. <laughs> way to go a-hole yeah it's not freaking hard <laughs> good lord all right moving on tony uh, i'm sure you've at least caught wind if not familiar with the whole uh, ellen controversy right now no, yeah, she's she's uh, hulking out, being very mean. She's being very mean to her people. <laughs> well, there's a meme that's been going around that uh, is a picture of Ellen. You know, she's got uh, sort of some watery eyes. And, you know, at the top it says, think 2020 has been hard for you. Look at what it's done to Eminem. And obviously, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Ellen right now looks like a, a worn out Eminem. Of course, you have yeah. <laughs> some dumbass yeah. who writes, guys, it's actually Ellen, not Eminem. Oh, way to go, Captain Genius. Don't we already freaking know that? Did you take a freaking joke? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man, that is funny, though. I picture that in my head and that actually makes me smile. Kind of hard. And I'll post this on our Facebook page so you guys can check it out after the fact. But uh, that one's worth checking out. Mukbang. 
<laughs> All right. Moving on this next one. Uh, you know, you driving around, you see people with uh, ancestral flags, you know, hanging from their uh, uh, mirrors, you know, whether it's a Puerto yeah. Rican flag, a Mexican flag, a... Uh, uh, a Broncos flag. A Broncos yeah. flag, whatever it may be. Yeah. Well, somebody... Uh, you know, snaps a shot of uh, somebody with a flag in their uh, car and uh, captions it with effing racist and his Confederate flag. Of course, if you look at the picture, it is a flag of Norway with the word Norway written on the top of the flag. Uh, I told man Randy Savage is not happy with your decision. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh. I agree again, Randy. Bad choices, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, here's one that, uh, you know, every once in a while you have um, uh, live news that doesn't go quite as planned. Obviously, we do a live show here and things go off the rails every once in a while, but you have to adapt. You have to uh, make the best of it. Well, uh, in a area called Harrisburg, they've got the sky cam looking out over the city and uh, it says at the top, a giant spider is attacking the Pennsylvania state capitol because 2020 wasn't bad enough already. And some humorless idiot writes back, I'm calling BS. The spider is probably normal size and is really close to the camera, creating a perspective effect where it seems as big as buildings. Yeah, that's exactly what happened, but somebody's having fun. Oh, good for you. Yeah, it's just, come on, man. Like, do we have to have literal people? It's like, that's why all these memes, like, um, it just... Uh, you see so many of them and you're just, you get the dumb humor behind it. You know, it's not true, but it's just funny. <laughs> like I said, some people are just completely humorless or, or the joke goes completely over their head. Oh yeah, absolutely. I wonder if uh brunch or uh, Lori get uh, this much feedback from uh, literal people. Cause they both post a ton of memes that are hilarious. So I'm sure they um, do. I just wonder. Yeah. I know poor brunch gets booted off Facebook a lot for some of his <laughs> memes. So. <laughs> Speaking of memes, here's one that's gone around that, uh, you know, people take uh, pride in ripping on, you know, America's, train of thoughts or you know the way americans think well at the top it says health experts please wear protective suits in space americans and there's a picture of uh, uh kid rock you know <laughs> originally it was him you know on hot sand like you know walking over but uh somebody superimposed him on the surface of the moon and of course some uh, humorless idiot responds back wtf that image isn't even real well of course it isn't real what is My name is Kid <laughs> Space Rock. That's his new name, Kid Space Rock. <laughs> That's not his name. It's Kid Rock. No, it's like Bob something. That's his real name. I don't know his last name. Oh, and then finally, with people that are <laughs> unclear on the concept before we head into the break, there's a picture uh, of a revolver with a single bullet in the chamber. And it says, five out of six people say Russian roulette is a perfectly safe game. Obviously, we all know what Russian roulette is. And uh, if there's six chambers in the gun and one is filled, obviously that sixth person uh, won't be saying much of anything. And of course, one person replies, and one out of six didn't say it's not a safe game either. Well, yeah, that one out of six oh. person didn't say anything because pretty sure they're dead and it's a joke. So, uh <sighs> Get a clue, oh, people. Man. Get a clue. Oh! 
(laughs) (laughs) Well, folks, we're headed into our final break. When we come back, as we do every day, we're going to drop a little knowledge, hopefully make you laugh as well. We have this day in history. Don't go anywhere. To join the conversation, call 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. Now, back to the show. Well, folks, we have made it to the end of the show, not before our final segment of This Day in History. But uh, it is hump day, so we're in the middle of the week. Hump day, yeah! While this show is almost over, we've got two more shows for you this week. But uh, in any case, if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to americamatters.us, click on the shows and podcast link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix radio show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts, whether it's Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, Dozer, Doozer, Deezer, Geezer, Gozer. Are you a god? Yes, I am. <laughs> and you have saved humanity. While you're there, be sure to subscribe. That way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review, let us know what you think, and tell your friends, because why, Tony? Sharing is caring. And while you're at it, uh, give a Care Bear stare because that always helps. Yeah, Care Bear stare! (laughs) Well, being that it is the final segment of the show, as we do each and every day, we're going to drop a little knowledge on you, hopefully make you laugh as well. It is This Day in History. Crossing the globe for the stories that turn the world on its head. It's This Day in History with your correspondent on the beat. Christian Phoenix. All right. Oh, Christian Phoenix. With a little help from Siri there. <laughs> I had to look over my phone, make sure she, uh, she didn't turn herself on. So to start out this day in 1498, I didn't realize that this guy was more than just a painter. Michelangelo, not the Ninja Turtle, is commissioned. He's a party dude. <laughs> is commissioned to carve the Pieta. And uh, I couldn't tell you exactly what the Pieta is. We know that he uh, painted the roof of the Sistine Chapel, and he is a huge pizza fan as well. Yes, he's a body dude. And if you see in the video, right where I'm putting my finger, he's right there. Right there. <laughs> he's watching you. He's watching. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on this day in 1843, Charles Thurber patents the typewriter. Again, uh, something we wouldn't have our modern day computers without. Uh, Again, my question always pops up is why did he decide on the QWERTY arrangement of keys as opposed to just A through Z? Yeah, exactly. 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 It's weird. Well, kids are going back to school. And thanks to this woman, this day in 1873, the first free kindergarten in the U.S. was started by Susan Blow at Karen Dellett, a suburb of St. Louis, Missouri. Before then, I assume you had to pay for it. Right. Uh, I guess. Oh, you want you want to learn? OK, you're going to have to pay for it, though. Otherwise, you can just stay home and just be kind of dumb. It's OK. Yeah, yeah. Your they, call. they didn't have distance learning at that point. No. Unless they did it with uh, Pigeon Courier. Yes. We did a drop off today's education right here and just made it away. 
<laughs> this was St. Louis, Missouri. Don't think there were a lot of uh, British accents. It was British in St. Louis on this day in history. <laughs> uh, this day in 1907, Harry Houdini escapes from chains underwater at Aquatic Park in 57 seconds. He was uh, a phenom. He was David Blaine before David Blaine was David Blaine. Yeah, he was crazy good. In fact, he spawned off so much that I I work with a couple of his uh, 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 distant relatives. A lot of Houdini action there. Is that a? And what what I mean is I, I have employees that you can't find. They gotcha. Okay. All right. Yeah. I didn't know if you nice. were being literal or. Uh... <laughs> no, no. It's just you don't know where they are half the time. And I always say they're pulling Houdinis. You can't find them. <laughs> I like it. This day in 1914 was the Battle of Tannenberg, which began World War I, where the 8th German Army defeats the Russian Narev Army. Oh, yeah, nothing good about war. I mean, we had to go nope. through two of them. Hopefully we never go through the big third one. Exactly. Um, unfortunately, I think if you ask most people, they would expect uh, something around the corner. But it's always my hope that uh, war never breaks out. Exactly. War is never good. You know, it's funny going through uh, the this day in history, trying to get through the 1930s through 1945-ish is always difficult because it's usually World War II, World War I related. Not, not a lot of good news that comes out of no. it. So uh, I tend to but, skip over that a little bit. Yeah, no, and it is a part of history. It happened. It's not like you erase it, but uh, we try to keep things lighthearted and fun on the show. So I, I agree with you on skipping some of that stuff. Yep. Now, something that was good that happened in 1947 we saw the very first black baseball pitcher named don bankhead and he actually hit a home run on his first at bat Ooh, success yep another groundbreaker all right this day (laughs) in 1951 an american in paris with music by george gershwin directed by vincente minnelli starring gene kelly and leslie carone premieres in london and won the academy award for best picture in 1952 not to be confused with an american werewolf in paris yeah uh that one uh vintage classic i was thinking of the reboot they did in the early 2000s was that an American Werewolf in London with Tom uh, Everett Scott. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, the other, yeah, and it had uh, it had the Bush Mouth remix song. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. All right, useless move- trivia. Yep. <laughs> Moving on. This day in 1955 was the very first color telecast was done by NBC of a tennis match. Oh, NBC. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You know, 1955, that it feels like so long ago, but imagine being somebody who lived in that time where, you know, you're used to black and white television. Of course, screens were no larger than your iPhone. And then all of a sudden seeing things in color and uh, just mind blowing. Yeah, it reminds me of the first time I ever saw um, this. Just take you back to our our quote unquote being old was uh, remember in. Uh, sixth grade or is when we got to junior high when like game boy color came out right to finally see game boy games in color was very strange that was kind of a yeah not that weird uh yeah not that weird pea green and gray color yeah it was really strange to see like those games you were used to seeing in that pea green color uh 
in actual color now was definitely interesting. It was like, huh, that's cool. Absolutely. But uh, yeah, I know that's a little different, but that's something I can say we related to seeing change during our uh, lifetime. Well, even the personal computer. I mean, how far that's come along in our in our lifetime and the introduction of it. Yeah, I was gonna say, except my work computer, we still run. Uh, we still run. Still run some DOS computer. with. Uh... Yeah, yeah, it's still it's still very much eighty style with the green, right. and the, like the full black screen and the green and uh, very limited, bro. Like I, I, w- I want to kind of bust out some word munchers and uh, some Odell Lake or Oregon Trail. There you go. Oregon Trail was always fun. Moving on with this day in history, for all of our Italian job fans, whether the original or the remake, this day in 1959, British Motor Corporation introduces the Morris Mini Miner, designed by Alec Is- Isognius. That's a hard one Isognius. to say. Isognius! Was only 10... Mukbang! <laughs> was only 10 feet long, but seated four passengers. Ooh, very good. Very fancy, you see. Very fancy. Let's see. Uh, a lot of these are... Uh, sort of rehashes of things we've covered in the last previous days, so obviously don't want to uh, rehash those even more. Here we go. 1996, U.S. President Bill Clinton signs welfare reform into law, representing a major shift in the welfare policy. Not exactly yeah. sure how that shifted it, but uh, yeah, with a little research, I'm sure we could find out. Yep, and he did not have sexual relations with that woman. Oh, here's a big one. <laughs> All right. You ready? You ready to sit down? You ready to get on a knee? Well, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm ready to get down even further than I am. Sure. This, this day in 2016, San Francisco 49ers Colin Kaepernick kneels in protest during the U.S. National Anthem in San Diego's Qualcomm Stadium while playing against the San Diego Chargers, objecting to racial injustice and police brutality in the U.S., which uh, leads us to, obviously, a lot of what we're dealing with today. And, of course, Roger Goodell has now turned completely around saying he should have trusted him from the beginning. Yeah. Well, and they turned that into a whole, he's disrespecting the flag, he's a piece of crap. And, you know, I get he was just trying to push his, you know, agenda at that time. But, yeah, they were, I mean, it was so much that he got pretty much banned from the league. And now that there's all this outcry, it is weird to see, like, Goodell and a few others like oh no he was right the whole time really yep really yeah so you guys are just buckling because uh you you feel the heat on it you, you know yep speaking of feeling the heat we're counting down to the end of the show a couple holidays Ooh. today is make your own luck day I'm a big Ooh, proponent okay. of that. It is Musical Yoga down. Day. It is National Cherry Popsicle Day. I'd like to enjoy that. Ooh, yeah. And something that I am very proud of uh, with our dog rescue, it is National Dog Day. So go out there and save a dog in need. Folks, that does it for our Wednesday show. We will see you guys tomorrow, being Thursday, with Florida Man. Always a good time. Ooh.